Hey, 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 welcome to Garland Pepper Presents. Oh, man. Hoo-wee. I was going to do this every day, but there's been some days where I've just really actually slept through most of the day and then had a few other things that I had to do that I couldn't get to this. But it's really only 10 minutes, so that's just a dumb excuse. Oh, wow. So, uh, yeah, this medicine I'm on has really knocked me out, and I do want to just take a nice deep breath with y'all. And let it out slowly. Ooh, yeah. Feels good, huh? Yeah, how's your day going? Do you hear that motorcycle going by? Yeah, this is as soundproof as I get, but them motorcycles, they do they do ring through the walls a little bit. And I live on a highway that's close to the uh, Sewer Falls. Sewer Falls National, uh, not National Park, State Park. Over 10 falls. Um, I think it's like a nine mile hike to see all of the falls it's a beautiful beautiful place I'm about 14 miles away from there oh yeah I do live in the uh, magical place called the Willamette Valley um, if you're not aware of how to pronounce it that's how you pronounce it uh, it looks like Willamette Willamette Valley Willamette Valley is uh, I think it's about 80 miles long and it goes from uh, just uh, south of Eugene uh, to beyond Portland, I would say the valley actually goes up to probably Kelso before it, it starts to become kind of mountainous all the way around. But uh, let's just say Portland. And so that's, what, 70 miles of, of valley. It's uh, some of the most fertile valley in the world. Uh, was part of the great Missoula Lakes and uh, the flood and, and all of that that caused the gorge the Columbia River Gorge, which is another fantastic and beautiful place. So I, I do live in a magical, magical place. Um, I like to tell people that uh, the Willamette Valley looks a lot like Hobbitville. The very middle of the valley is flat, of course. It's the bottom. But uh, as you get up into the rolling hills on either side of the valley, it's just uh, really quite magical, uh, the the hills and, and dales and you know, just the rolling hills and grasses and different crops that are growing. And, you know, in the spring we get, uh, there are some daffodil growers. Uh, there are some, uh, in later spring, there are the, uh, what are those, those uh, Holland uh, flowers? <laughs> tulips. Yeah, there's tulip growers out there, uh, tulips. And so we see fields of those. And then there's a lot of uh, uh, companies or farms around here that grow wildflower blends so you'll see a whole field full of just wildflowers um, but those are actually a seed crop that they're going to be using to create a seed package that you would buy in the store you know you can buy those uh, wildflower blends in the store and some of them come with that uh, uh, kind of fertilized uh, fiber stuff that you throw around and all of a sudden you know a few months later you got yourself some wildflowers so those are grown right up here in the northwest a lot of them um beautiful every now and then you come across a flax field which is beautiful and blue flowers or um i don't know there's some other uh, they, uh, what's the one that's just really seafoam seafoam and then you'll see the bees out there uh, you know they because apparently it's like the best honey seafoam so they'll uh grow that out here uh, other than that, there's a lot of trees. Uh, Douglas fir is the dominant tree up here in the northwest. It's, uh, it's a pretty good-sized tree. They grow pretty tall. Um, I'm not sure exactly how tall they grow, but we have a few on our property here. And uh, taking a couple down because of disease or, or uh, ice storm, uh, you know, kind of taking them off their footing. 
Um, thanks, Ty Bolin, for that. That's my buddy, Ty Bolin. Uh, yeah, from the band The Standing. He's, he's a front man for the band The Standing. Oh, so this is actually the first day that I've been awake at this time of the day, um, or at least without a nap. I have not had to take a nap today, so that's good. feels like the meds are kind of settling in and becoming a little less uh, dominant in kind of messing with my system. And the way I figured, I must have been really low on something. And uh, the medicine kind of brought it out, and I just needed to sleep. So I've, I've been sleeping a lot. Uh, I'd say in, in the last week, so that today is one week on the medicine, I've slept many, many, many hours, going to bed early, sleeping late, and then taking a nap. Um, and it, oddly enough, uh, after a cup of coffee, I would find myself going, oh my gosh, I cannot even stay awake. So yeah, drugs are something, folks. I mean, they do a lot of good, um, but it's good to be mindful of what's happening. So that's part of this podcast for me is just letting you know that if you get on some ser- serotonin reuptake inhibitor, uh, you might be in for a little bit of a kind of a I don't know. It goes both ways. With this one, they say you can have insomnia or you can have, uh, you know, fatigue. And I I guess I got the fatigue card, um, which is better than the insomnia card because the insomnia card leads to the fatigue card inevitably. So I'm glad I didn't get that one. I feel like I actually went through some healing. I felt like my brain was getting like the food it needed and that it was resting so it could reconfigure and uh, I don't know. I don't know what the science is behind it, but that's kind of what it felt like was happening. Um, I did notice that my uh, pain, I had a pain in all my joints for the most part and up and down my spine mainly and in my shoulders and my neck. And I had a lot of, uh, what do they call that, like uh, tingling, a lot of tingling in my shoulders and in my neck. And sometimes it would even get up into my jaw uh, from just, I think, like just nervous energy Um, because as I've been on this medicine and as I've been sleeping and relaxing and I've got to tell you this is a relaxation that I've not had before I don't know if uh, I I did take a a opioid once one of those uh, ones that's really a little bitty pill but it knocked me out and it kind of felt like that but I didn't feel like I don't know. It felt better when I got it. I don't know. It just feels, I feel like I'm getting better. I don't know. I guess we're going to see. So they say two weeks uh, till you figure out whether this stuff works for you or not. So I'm going to go ahead and give it the two weeks. Um, And as a matter of fact, uh, the day before my two weeks is up, we'll be talking to my doctor for a check-in. So we'll be able to get that information. She can tell me whether I'm on the right path or maybe we need to amend it with something else or, or switch altogether. So um it's it's a test each body's different you know and some some respond uh, one way to a thing and some respond another my hope is that we just find the best mix so that i can kind of get ahead of this add kind of reality it's it's been in my way a long time and um it would be nice to have the ability to kind of stay focused on things for long periods of time and get them done to be able to look forward to doing the things that I was going to do yesterday and not lose interest, um, to not be distracted so easily. You know, a lot of these things would be really, really good. So I'm, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful that this method uh, works. I've been trying everything. 
you know, I have, well, I don't know that I've been trying everything. I've been trying everything on the mindset side. Let's say that. I've been doing a lot of mindset work, um, doing the things you're supposed to do, writing, you know, some exercise, uh, getting enough rest, uh, drinking a lot of water, uh, listening to the right people, saying the right things, thinking the right things. And, and at some point, uh, it's beyond that. So that's kind of where I got to, where it's like, okay, I'm not getting there with mindset. Gratitude helps. Mindset does help. By, by all means, all of this stuff helps, but nothing was getting me to that place where I felt good about myself, trusting myself to be able to do the things that I would tell myself I was going to do. And that's the bottom line of it right? I mean, I'm telling myself, I want to do these things. I have a list of things in my head that I want to do that I know that if I do them, they will make my whole life flow a lot better, be a lot easier and, 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 a, and a lot more productive. And I know these things and, and I have them on my list and I go to look at my list and there's just like this, bleh, bleh, you know, something in the way. And I just, I, you know, I, I, I can't. And, and so that's, where we're trying to get we're trying to get past that mind block that that kind of i don't know i don't know what it is but uh we'll figure it out um and uh if it's a combination of drugs and talk and talk and drugs or no drugs who knows um we'll we'll figure it out um so how's your mental health are you loving yourself i do love myself that's something that's that's taken a while to understand what that actually means um and it it means respecting others as well it's it's kind of a combo thing but loving yourself is so important so love yourself folks love your others garland pepper hanging 10 out